Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 329. Today is a very special episode because I'm going to share with you the blog challenge winners. Attention gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, gift biz gal, Sue Monheit. Hi there, and thanks for joining me today on a variation of the traditional podcast format. As you may recall, a few months ago, I did an episode with Kate Kordsmeyer about the benefits of having a blog as a product business. That was show number 321 and has gotten a lot of attention. Go back and listen to that one if you haven't already, because it will lay the groundwork for what I'm sharing today. Now, you can stay and listen to this first, but the other show gives you a deeper dive with the details and benefits of blogging for your handmade product business. Anyway, at the end of that show, I presented a challenge. Post a blog article dated after the airing of that episode and tag me over on Instagram. The first 10 people to do so would be the winners, along with a prize. That was all spur of the moment, and two things were running through my mind. First, maybe I should have only said five instead of 10, because would there even be 10 people to do this? I mean... It's a big challenge, given blogging isn't something typically connected with product sales. And second, I had no idea what the prize was going to be, but I could wing that. Much to my surprise, by the deadline date, I had eight people follow through, which I have to say was completely impressive. And I decided the best prize that I can give is to get more eyeballs on their businesses because, after all, this is the big value of blogging, visibility to your business. And that visibility isn't just for the day the article goes up, but ongoing, evergreen content, if you will, just like podcasts are. And I want to note, this is in complete contrast to social media posts that, if you see them at all, are organically visible for a few minutes or maybe a couple of hours. So today, I want to present you with each of the winners, their business, and the article that won them a spot on this show. Also, I'm going to share a little bit about the content in their articles because each one is so different and highlights a best practice or two. My hope is that it will motivate you to start blogging. Again, go back to that other podcast to understand why. And if you thought about it, but you aren't sure what you'd write about, this will definitely help you get inspired and have those creative idea juices flowing. Because remember, it's action that brings results, not just thinking about it, right? Okay, drum roll. Here are our eight blog challenge winners. And to my delight, there are three people who started a blog as a direct result of this challenge. Oh, that makes my heart so happy. 
First up is Michelle James of Uniquely Made for More. Her gift basket business has been around for a long time, seven years to be exact. The article she chose to lead with addresses the need customers have that her business solves. It's titled, Is Gift-Giving Challenging? I'm sure you can answer, yes. She then goes on to outline ways you can make your gifts memorable and significant for your recipient. So your gift doesn't come across as a last-minute thought, which we all know results in a random gift. In doing this, Michelle provides value to her reader beyond what her business offers. The final, and what she calls ultimate solution, is to buy one of her gift baskets. While I don't endorse being directly self-promotional in all of your blog articles, as a starting point and to acquaint people with your business right from the beginning, I think it works nicely. This is also an article that she can link to in emails or on social media posts with content about how to pick the perfect gift. Our next first-time blogger is Gloria Brown of Ah Land Woman Herbals. Her business plays off of her Caribbean roots as she handcrafts plant-based remedies for health and home wellness and botanical organic skin care. She's led workshops to teach others how to craft their own products too. Gloria sells at craft fairs, on consignment, and also holds her own vendor fair twice a year in collaboration with a fellow herbalist. Gloria's first article is called, What's the Tea? It's a wonderful initial topic because she shares her personal journey into actually starting a blog. Gloria writes as if it's a letter to a friend, very personable and casual, and you'll see she just draws you in. She also sets expectations for her readers by explaining what we'll discover if we follow her articles. Quote, Tidbits and information on the wonderful world of plants that are growing all around us, but we tend to ignore. Then, catch this. The plan is to take us on a tour of her backyard and neighborhood to enlighten us to the wonderful world of plants. I love this so much because we'll learn about plants that are accessible to us. I mean, we don't need to go to a botanic garden to see these things. They're right outside our front doors. Gloria has laid the groundwork for so many topic options, all along a theme that relates to her products, which, of course, she can then link to text or photos within her blog. Gloria says that the hardest part of this challenge was getting the tech down. But now that she's conquered that, she's already published her second article and is even getting fancy with video. She's now on a roll, and consistency is going to be key. Good for you, Gloria. Our next blogger newbie is Linda Stevens of The Gunny and His Wife. Isn't that a unique and curious company name? It tells you a lot about her right from the start and comes from the combination of two lives. Her husband, Michael, a Marine now living in a civilian world, and Linda, who describes herself as a serial entrepreneur and maker. They provide modern, high-quality, customized merchandise. So think decor, accessories, and gifts. The vision is to become a licensed U.S. Marine Corps provider. Linda sells on Etsy, her own website, 
and wholesale, and is in the middle of revising and rebranding her Shopify site right now. So her article titled, Not Ready, Start Anyway, is perfect. She says she's been thinking about a blog for a while now, but wondered if they were relevant anymore. After hearing our conversation in the podcast about Google search advantages and the value of adding content to your website overall and what it can do for your visibility, she was in. Her first post is short and sweet, but it got her going. She decided to set a timer and write. What a great idea. She calls this post raw and honest for that moment because things weren't perfect, but she was starting. And since then, catch this, she's written two more articles with a very aggressive goal of weekly blog postings. Linda's style is very conversational and reminds me of how people wrote when journal blogging first came out. It's refreshing and fun. You get a true sense of Linda's personality in these short posts, and I'm looking forward to watching what comes next. Moving on, we have Lona Smith of Neen's Crochet Works with an article titled Summer Accessories Pattern Roundup. As the name implies, she makes crocheted items, both wearable and home accessories. While she doesn't have a website yet, she's selling on Instagram and currently hosts her blog on Blogspot. This can be integrated into her website at any time when it becomes available. She uses a fabulous approach of storytelling about how she accessorized her outdoor patio space. The color inspiration came from her outdoor cushions, and from there, she's planned out her creative works from mug rugs to placemats and even a water bottle holder with a cell phone pocket. Lona shares links to 12 pattern designs she's discovered on her search to accessorize her personal space. Roundups, lists, best of, all these type of articles highlighting other businesses is a wonderful pay-it-forward strategy. It gets you attention with these brands, and in some cases, they'll share that article to their community, bringing attention back to you, of course. And it helps your reader because you've done the work for them in terms of finding resources. By doing this, Lona positions herself as a go-to connection for crochet tips, resources, and advice because she's being helpful. Since this article, Lona has published two more. I think we've jump-started her blogging program from the challenge. Yay! Now, I want to share with you Margaret Esposito Canicos who has an online gift shop called Artful Creations, which offers customized products of all sorts. Her article, Don't Worry About Those Gifts, I Got You, is a short, uplifting, I've come to your rescue type piece. She brings up all sorts of occasions where a gift might be needed and the anxiety that mounts because, let's face it, finding a gift can be overwhelming with everything else we have going on in life. Her continual phrase throughout the piece is, I've got you. So she talks a little bit about a challenge and says, I got you. And then she shares a little bit more about what can be an obstacle in gift giving. And then she says, I got you. And she continues this throughout her article. An important thing I want to point out here that Margaret does so nicely is present situations where her product can be a solution. 
potential customers don't always come with a problem on their own, so she suggests it. Need a gift mailed? Have an upcoming graduation? Bridal shower? New homeowner that you need to acknowledge? This can often trigger an idea that results in a sale. If options or ideas aren't presented, the connection between having a problem and your product being the solution most times doesn't happen. Using a blog to get this message out is a great move. Now, let me tell you about Christina Savasta. Chris has been in business since 2012 with her freelance design and illustration work. Chris the Creative, her company, started two years ago and now focuses on laser cutting, which has taken off for her in a big way. Her article takes us through her backstory of leaving a project management position to go off on her own. She walks us through her journey of understanding what her market wants to her offerings and the adjustments she had to make as the world changed in 2020. I'm not going to give you her whole story here because you can read it in the blog, but by sharing her experiences, Chris shows the reader that she can relate to life's opportunities, struggles, and shifts, particularly for a customer who is a small business owner. Then, she presents what has become her ticket to getting sales and growing Chris the Creative. She's found that local business and selling through face-to-face connections by networking and in-person shows has paid off best. So, she shares her tip around what has made her successful and brought in sales, complete with a bullet list of important business-building points. Since her post went up, Chris is thrilled because she's seen people commenting on what she wrote. I'm sure this will motivate her to keep going. A side note that Chris told me is that when she was in high school, she failed art. Can you believe it? It had been her dream as a little girl to have her own business, and art was her passion and her love. She was told that she would never make it as an artist. Good thing she didn't listen, since Chris the Creative is a thriving business based on her original designs and creations. There's a lesson in here for all of us. And Chris, maybe this is another blog post. Next, I can't wait to tell you about Amanda Klingerberger's story. This is one courageous woman with a solid eye towards strategic action. Before I explain, Amanda is the owner of Linden Square a full-service gifting company. She started her online business in the fall of 2019 and then took a short break after the holidays. Smart move. Get those sales in during the best part of the year, then take a break, regroup, and move forward. Little did she know that when she reopened in February of 2020, three weeks later, mayhem would strike. And when it did, it could have been really easy for her to delay or quit. But not Amanda. As I said, strategic. She pivoted from what was going to be a strong focus on wedding planners and meeting pros to working with small companies and individuals on their client and virtual event gifts. That got her through 2020. Fast forward to the present where she's pivoted again as we reopen. She's switching from working with small, primarily female entrepreneurs, like coaches, speakers, and influencers, to targeting larger corporate clients to assist with their employee and client gifting challenges. 
What I want you to note here is the very planned and specific approach Amanda took with her business based on what was going on around her. Without taking in and adjusting to these cues, her business might have looked very different today, if it existed at all. I know this has nothing to do with blogging, but it's a fabulous example of how to stay relevant and offer what's needed by your audience at any given time. In Amanda's case, she adjusted her target market as business activities and our world shifted. Okay, let's talk about her blog. It's titled, Why Outsourcing Your Corporate Gifts Just Makes Sense. Notice that this topic speaks directly to her newly defined audience, corporate. When you get to her article, you'll see a gorgeous photo, which gives an immediate impression of quality and style needed to attract her right customer. If her photo was blurry, the product mismatched to her topic, or any gap in perception, it would affect the impression of her business in the eye of her reader. But Amanda is spot on. You can instantly see Linden Square stands for quality and style. Her article tells the story of all the steps someone would have to take on their own to send a gift like what they can easily purchase through Linden Square right now. And this is no exaggeration, but most don't know all the steps involved especially a marketing or HR manager of a large corporation. She plays off all the decision points and action steps that need to happen. And once her prospective corporate customer understands this, it's pretty obvious that taking an employee's time to do their gifting on site is not the best choice. Much better to job out and ensure a gift job well done. Amanda's goal with her blog is to position her business as a leader an authority in her industry. With her blog, she's definitely making that happen. Bringing it home is our final blog challenge winner, Cassie Mentofer of Cassie's Country Cupboard. I have to say, as a regular customer, her mixes are incredible. My hubby asks for the garlic and beer bread specifically, and I know I always have to keep it in stock goes great with homemade gazpacho in the summer, by the way. Cassie's business mission is offering pantry items to help you get healthy meals on the table without losing your sanity. And this positioning is working. She's celebrating 10 years in business and recently constructed a separate building on her property dedicated to her production and order fulfillment. Cassie sells through farmer's markets, craft shows, and online. She's also a vendor at the virtual at-home craft and gift show. She tells me she was thinking about starting a blog after a recent podcast I did on Pinterest. Not sure which one because we've done two recently, number 281 and 319, if you're interested. And then the Blog Challenge podcast solidified her idea and she made it happen. Cassie, you know how happy this makes me. Her article is called Keep Your Kitchen Cool and covers seven tips on how to do exactly that. She also has a great image to get you in the mood for reading or maybe eating because she's showing her fiesta roll-ups that include her fiesta seasoning. In the tips, she links to various things that she's referencing. Sometimes it's a product from Pampered Chef, for example. Other times it's her YouTube channel where she shares recipes. And then on occasion, it's directly to her product so you can buy it. 
All these links provide SEO strength, of course, but they're also not ever salesy. They're more helpful than anything else, which keeps the reader interested and involved. Another thing I love about this article is her ending call to action. Keep an eye on my Facebook and Instagram accounts. I'll be posting more ideas all summer long. What a great way to stay connected with readers. Build her social media following and provide continuing value to her community all at the same time. And Cassie gets an extra bonus shout out because she was the first one to grab a spot in this challenge. You have to go and check out her mixes. Seriously. Okay, there you have it. All eight of our blog challenge winners. All our blog challenge winners and links to their articles are in the show notes. I've intentionally kept this podcast a little bit shorter, so it gives you time to go take a look, read their articles, and see the various styles and approaches. I'd also love for you to support these fabulous women. Comment on their articles, give them a follow on social, or purchase one of their products. And of course, if you haven't started a blog yet, wait no longer. Take just a portion of time you spend on social and dedicate it to a project that will work for you for years. Each article you post is like making a deposit into your visibility bank account. Remember, if people don't know you exist, they can't possibly purchase from you. Up next week, I have a very fun, lighthearted, but value-packed episode that you're going to have to just wait and see what the topic is. But what I will tell you is, I was laughing at our guest, and our guest was laughing at me, all in good fun, of course. If you found this podcast valuable, will you do me a favor? Go over to your podcast app of choice, subscribe to the show, and leave a rating and review. That's so helpful and encouraging for me as a podcaster because you're paying it forward, allowing other people to see the show as well. And now, be safe and well. And I'll see you again next week on the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Yes, it's possible. Increase your sales without adding a single customer. How you ask? By offering personalization with your products. Wrap a cake box with a ribbon saying, Happy 30th birthday, Annie. Or add a special message and date to wedding or party favors for an extra meaningful touch. Where else can you get customization with a creatively spelled name or find packaging that includes a saying whose meaning is known to a select two? Not only are customers willing to pay for these special touches, they'll tell their friends and word will spread about your company and products. You can create personalized ribbons and labels in seconds. Make just one or thousands without waiting weeks or having to spend money to order yards and yards. Print words in any language or font. Add logos, images, even photos. Perfect for branding or adding ingredient and flavor labels too. For more information, go to theribbonprintcompany.com.